This is episode 11 of Eat, Play, Sex. Here's a hot highlight for what's to come. Creating this shame to take us out of our game. And one of those is that how do we refer to her? How do we refer to our vulva? There's so many names that we call her. And some of them are less than kind. And when I see people say you know, down there, there's this face of shame. There's like this disgusted face where they're like, you know, like down there. Down there. Yeah. Yeah, It's like this, oh, okay. Well, what am I going to draw like an arrow down there? Like I, I think, and this is something I've been using for a long time is I love the words goddess garden. Goddess garden. Yeah. I love that. So yeah. So it's like our goddess garden. I mean, think about it. Are we planting weeds? Are we planting seeds? This podcast is for mature audiences 18 and over and for entertainment purposes only. Please contact your healthcare provider before pursuing any of our topics discussed. You're listening to Eat, Play, Sex with your Queens of Climax, Dr. Cat and Die, the place to get play, sex, and nutrition talk straight to your ears. Side effects of this podcast may include more lovemaking, hormone harmony, spontaneous sex, exceptional orgasms, less sugar cravings, and more sex cravings. In rare cases, listeners experience a strong desire to try new sexual positions and lube with organic edibles. If you experience moods happier than usual, contact your Facebook friends immediately. Hey, beauty. Hey, beauty too. (laughs) How was your weekend? Super orgasmic. Mm. <laughs> and I mean it in like every sense of the word. It's pretty colorful actually, like rainbows. Like your hair? Yes. <laughs> you know, my hair is just one giant pink rainbow, but it's holding steady. Aww. You know, we always talk about our weekends. How about our weeks? Oh, that's true. Okay, okay. Well, Thursday night, I had the most swollen eyes ever. And I'm not sure if it's because I'm doing a detox right now with some really nasty heavy metals like mercury. Wait a minute, wait a minute. What eyes are we talking about? Ah! What? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the ones that are on your face that everybody can see. So I was super insecure. And I had like three video shoots scheduled on Friday. I had to cancel all of them because I had swollen eyes and I was real hard on myself. Isn't that amazing how we can be hard on ourselves? So hard. Like, this is the body, this is the person that we're with every single day. I wake up to myself every single morning. You know, if you walked into my house and I saw you, I wouldn't be like, Kat, who'd you get in a fight with over the weekend? Let me look at you. You look horrible. Oh my God, don't make me cry. I know, but that's what I said to myself. Oh, wow. How mean. Yeah. To me. Yeah, I mean, and we don't do that to ourselves. I actually recently put a post up that I, it was, it's so cute. It says, uh, I am the woman of my dreams. Oh, wow. <laughs> Isn't that powerful? Yeah, I am. I am. But how many women struggle with that on a daily basis, being able to look themselves in the mirror and struggle with being able to say something kind to themselves? So I'm leading a really powerful group of mostly women right now. There's about 50 of us, and it's it's the hardest thing for them to do. They can Ugh. drink a protein shake. They can do a workout. They can dry brush their skin, but it's really, really hard for them to compliment themselves. I give them one thing, one thing to compliment. Wake up in the morning, write down a post-it, one thing I love about my body and why. Mm. And they go, oh, that's really conceited. I'm, I'm finding a really hard time <gasps> doing that. You know what, though? Given even 
six years ago, I probably would have said the same thing. That's really selfish. That's really conceited. Why would I, I'm full of myself, which is such a bizarre mentality to have. Like, how did we develop that relationship with ourselves? And even beyond that, think about the relationships that we have with our vulvas or with our lady gardens or however you refer to her. (laughs) I just thought of something really funny. Tell me. You know, there's Volvos. There's cars. Let's start a new brand of cars and call them Volvos. <laughs> well, no, it's true. It's it, and we've talked about this on other shows. And you know, today we're gonna we got quite a colorful episode for you guys. We're we're gonna be talking about you know both the science side, you know, the nutritional side of what makes up our beautiful vagina, and also what to name her and what to mm. call her, what to refer her as. And then also how to care for her from the mind, from the heart. So mm. we're going it, to, it's just Dr. Kat and me today, which is, we never run out of things to talk about. But when you mentioned it, it's, we're the hardest person to compliment. And yeah. it just always brings me back to, if I have a hard time complimenting myself, I am going to have a hard time receiving compliments from someone else. Wow. Receiving. Receiving. That's such a hard thing. Everywhere. In the yeah. bedroom, physically, mm. emotionally. And no, no, I don't need help. I got this. And then we used to complain about having like packed schedules. Mm-hmm. We don't have enough energy and we don't have enough time. And we just don't have enough of whatever it is because we just can't receive. So yeah, today's going to be quite a colorful episode. I'm pretty stoked. What creates shame that takes you out of your game? And how can you rebuild your relationship with her? Mm. that's what we're talking about today. And in fact, you brought up something earlier about this playful weekend that you had, which is what I am so thrilled for you. (laughs) Can you share, share more? Cause we just very touched the tip of it. Yes. We just played (laughs) just the tip game just now. So, and I know we've got, you know, female and male listeners. So I hope that you guys all find this episode intriguing. Um, I, I, I like our, our shows together sometimes, just us, because it allows us our space to dive deeper into the elements of the people that we help, that we see the common issues with. And for me, Friday night was, I had an amazing business meeting with Karen Krishnan, and he's um, the developer of Megaspores, you guys know. We've interviewed him twice about the... Uh. I love him. (laughs) The gut's impact on your sex health. And that's really what you brought me on Playboy Radio for to talk about that time. It's like nutrition's impact on our health and nutrition's impact is the gut, right? Yeah. So like, it's all about the gut. If you're, if you're, if you if you're not adjusting the gut, you're in a a sex rut, you know, with, Mm -hmm. with respect to nutrition. So we had a really amazing meeting and it was actually kind of the foreplay that became my Saturday night because Uh we talked so Uh yeah (laughs) because we had an amazing dinner on the beach in Huntington um me and my two business partners one of them is a doctor one of them is like a you know Karan is the uh, microbiome researcher and we all just like talked for two hours about this amazing lubricant that we're creating and I'm Mm. you know it's sitting right in front of us the sample right now and it's designed for um, vaginal health and also, of course, for the man's enjoyment. And it also can be used for man on man or whatever. You know, it, it's, 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 it's multidimensional. It's really satiny, the, the yeah. texture of it. That's why I love it. Yeah, I love it too. And, and I loved it so much that I was like, I have not even taken this tech, this lube for a test drive yet. <laughs> and I and was your like, vulva? Yeah, and, and my vulva. vulva. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Oh my God. So, 
So you took it for a test drive. Well, before I, get, before I even get to the story of this amazing uh, sex capade I had, I learned from Kieran that, that, that they created this synthetic vagina in another country. And that's what we're going to be testing the, the lubrication on. So I'll talk more about that later. But we were like talking about vaginas. We were talking about how like most lubes destroy the tissues. And I like literally put my cape on for women everywhere and thought I need to take this for a test drive. I bet you did put a cape on. Did you put a unicorn <laughs> cape on? Because that's what I imagine. I need to have one like made. But I, I literally took one for the team and I was like, I need to have sex. <laughs> you poor thing. I know. I <laughs> what know. A martyr. I know. I'm totally a martyr. I'm, I was totally a victim. And so I said, I, I, I started to feel a little bit of shame for feeling the desire to have sex randomly with someone I didn't have an established relationship with. And mm. I was like, no, no, because we have masculine and feminine traits about us. And I'm just going to put a little bit of my masculine initiate the sex cape on. And I'm going to take this for a spin, hmm. as well as the new toy that we got when we were yeah. at the Sexpo, right? <laughs> I love that toy. <laughs> I, we love our toy, and we're going we're gonna to interview them soon in the show. Don't worry, lovers. But So I just texted him, and this is a guy that I've known for six years, and we dated six years ago, and we're sort of reconvening now. And I said, I am coming over with a few toys, a few things. So clear your schedule. So clear your schedule and your bedroom. Um, so then I got there and then we'd never had sex before, but it was just pretty much like the moment I walked in the door, I was just seducing him. Da -da. And he's a celebrity. I can't see any names, but. Um, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's but, a celebrity. Don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about it. And he has his own radio show too. So he might even be talking about me on his own radio <laughs> show. I don't know, but he might just say unicorn, but he's, um, he's an amazing guy. And we, and we, and, and I, we used the lube and it was amazing for him and it was amazing for me. And it was so amazing that it was the best orgasm that I've ever felt. Mm. It was also the toy that I think had played a part because this specific toy, uh, you know, has an app. Yeah, I know. And, and I never doubt, you know, like, did you, you download it before? Yeah, did. did you use it on yourself or did you have other people, like, from a distance? I used it. it. I used it with myself. Okay, cool. So I, I thought about doing that and I thought, well, that's, I want someone else to play with the, yeah. the app, right? So yeah. I, you know, I found it, I downloaded the app, and I handed it to my phone, and I said, you have control now. You You're play. driving the Volva. <laughs> <laughs> so so he was playing with it, and it has, like, this heat thing, and it makes you warmer or cooler, and then it, it, you could change all the speeds. There's actually names that are, like, yogic terms on there. Yeah. So cool. And I was like, I realized things because... There was no shame whatsoever in that experience. Um, in the past, I would have carried a lot of shame into that game. Yeah, And I would have been closed, and I probably would not have been able to have experienced the orgasmic release that I was. And I didn't know I, that my body liked those different rhythms mm. that the toy generated. Mm. And then also with the lube, I just felt so warm, and my tissues felt so healthy. Mm. And... The whole thing was just amazing, and I was just giggly the whole time. I'm vibing with this story so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Vibe no, so hard. But what I'm hearing is like you are taking charge of your sexuality, and you're yes. saying not only you're saying this is what I want. Who cares about what society thinks or yes. what my girlfriends think or what anybody else thinks? This is I want and deserve pleasure. I'm yep. gonna get it. And I'm gonna tell you exactly how I receive pleasure. Yes. What it is I want. Yeah. Wow. And you know, that even a year ago, I couldn't have done that without saying to myself, like the mean girl inside would have said, 
uh, who are you just to, you know, just to initiate that? Like you're yeah. supposed to be a girl and you're supposed to wait until he, you know, you know, you surrender to him. And I'm like all this talk on our shows about the different roles we play. And one time, mm. you know, you could be in your masculine, you could be in your feminine. We are, we are all of those things, both mm. genders. So of course, do you think that he loved the fact that I initiated that? Took the pressure off of him, I'm sure. And the guessing yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, it took the pressure off of him. So, and then of course he got to, you know, he got to love it. So, <laughs> I took one for the team, ladies and gents. <laughs> um, I took those for a test drive. The combination was amazing. Them individually was amazing. And today we're going to talk about these very things. You know, the tissues, the fluids, the thoughts, the actions, the emotions, the things you withhold. You know, the, the, the reactions. So we're going to talk from, you know, Kat's perspective, Dr. Kat's perspective on like the thought and emotion side. Then we're going to talk on my side too, which is the, the bacterial side, um, the nutritional side, etc. So you're in for a treat. Mine was actually slightly different than that. <laughs> slightly different. I was, so, okay, I went to this, the ceremony, right? And it was about men and women just celebrating each other and honoring each other. Mm. And the guys gave the women these beautiful white roses. So, so one of the guys handed me the rose and I, so I'm holding this rose and I just start looking at it like, oh my God, I'm literally holding a vagina right now. And I take my fingers and I'm like playing with the, with the petals. So I'm pulling back the little petals. I'm like, wow, this looks like the folds of my vagina. Right. Yeah. And then I'm like playing with the rose and placing it against my face and over my eyelashes and over my lips because this, the the silkiness of the rose feels Silky. so good. Mm. And so I'm literally just pleasuring myself with this rose all over my face and my arms and everything. Then I realized when I was younger, playing with flowers or when I would be given a flower, being told by my mom, you know, don't play with the petals, don't touch the petals because it'll turn browner quicker. Yeah. Right? Did yeah. your mom ever tell you that? Um, yeah, I used to sell selling roses on the side of the road. Was my first job. No I was way. Six years old. With my cousin oh my god! And we'd pick flowers like that, and we'd wrap them in foil. But we'd first wrap them with like a um, a wet cloth, like a like a paper towel, so they would stay late. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I would literally be smelling the roses, or I'd be you know just looking at the roses, but I would never touch them because I didn't want to break you know cause it to die faster. But here I am in this moment, taking in as much pleasure as I could, and feeling on it, and smelling it, and looking at it, and and placing it all over my body, and I realized how much we prevent ourselves from the full experience of pleasure. Wow, I just thought so many different things too. Because I, I mean, first of all, I think fulva, that's like a fulva experience. You wanna experience the, the entirety of the rose, which there are many layers of it. Yeah. And then I also observed like, a beautiful woman, and I happen to think that both of us are beautiful. Duh. And, you know, we kind of walk in, we fill a room, you know, with our energy and our smiles mm. and our auras and our love and our confidence. And I want all women to feel that and own that. Yeah. 
And that's what the show is about. It's not about boasting what we are. It's about inspiring you guys to own your beauty. And and I just imagine this beautiful unicorn or beautiful rose walking to your room and everybody's looking at her like, oh my God, she's so beautiful, but what do I do with her? I can't touch her, I can't approach her. Yeah. And it could be like a lonely world unless you're played with. Wow, that's powerful. Yeah, enjoy the whole pleasurable experience, whether yeah. we're talking about a rose or whether we're talking about your own vulva or even your own body as a vessel. Yeah, you mean down there? The down there. Oh, which let's talk about that. brings me to my next point. I created this shame to take us out of our game. And one of those is that how do we refer to her? How do we refer to our vulva? There's so many names that we call her. And some of them are less than kind. And when I see people say, you know, down there, there's this face of shame. There's like this disgusted face where they're like, you know, like down there. Down there. Yeah, yeah it's like this... Oh, okay. Well, what am I going to draw? Like an arrow down there? Like, I, I think, and this is something I've been using for a long time, is I love the words goddess garden. Goddess garden. Yeah. I love that. I mean, so, yeah. So, it's like our goddess garden. I mean, if you think about it, are we planting weeds? Are we planting seeds? And weeds would be things like that I definitely want to call attention to in today's episode, which is the stuff that we spray, that we insert that we cream all over ourselves that is not healthy. These are synthetic things that are taking us away from uh, the the truth of who we are, which is our vaginal microbiome. I'm thinking of how many of my friends refer to it, yeah, as down there, but also how empowering some of our names can be. Um, some of my girlfriends give her a name. So yeah. I've heard Veronica or Gigi, like what you were Victoria. saying. Victoria. <laughs> Victoria. Or something Gigi. like, or even the word pussy, how pussy has such a negative connotation to it, or it can have such a very empowering connotation to it, whereas this is mine, and she ha is very powerful, and, and I'm going to reclaim that name for myself. Yeah, yeah. Some people prefer to call her vagina. Some people for, prefer to call her, hey, gorgeous. Yeah. Whatever, whatever you want to call it and you and your partner can come up with names for it. And it's even funny if you think about, gosh, if, if you were to, to draw a picture, if I said to you, draw a picture of what you feel as though your goddess garden looks like, mm. like what would it look like? Would it look like a barren wasteland? Would it look like a beautiful, plentiful field of pineapples and flowers and trees and unicorns and hummingbirds and rainbows? Like, what would it look like? Yeah. What, a Venus flytrap? I mean, like, whose story is it of what you believe it is, what it feels like, and what it appears as? Mm-hmm. And how do you take care of her? Yep. Today, we're going to talk about how to take care of your goddess garden in more ways than one. We've actually got four different topics for you all. And you can share this with your lovers, or if this is you and you are a female, you're going to get some pretty big eye-openers today. So... Um, shall we start with the, the biome? Shall we yeah, start with Yeah, tell me more. Okay. Tell okay. me more. How do we plant this seed? So, yes, planting the seeds or planting weeds. I want you to always, always, ladies, always think about this. And then men, you know, if you're being sent to the store to buy things for your lady friends or your sisters or your lady partners, you might even bring this to their attention too because right now I know that the biggest, one of the biggest shame pieces that women experience is two things. It's a taste thing and it's a smell thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, That's I hear that a lot. That's the first. Yeah. And, and how often women prevent their partners from going down on them yeah. because they fear that their partner's going to think they taste bad or yeah. that they smell bad. Yeah. And and so it's 
oh my gosh, the last time, you know, the last time I went to the bathroom, I smelled awful. And I, 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 I really hope I don't smell bad. And so what do we bring in? We bring in like the Bath and Body Works, you know, the petroleum-based chemical um, fragrance-filled items that we are using to cover up the smell. But ladies, I got I to gotta be honest with you. I mean, this is stuff that I used to do. But if there's someone inside of us, of course, our, 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 our fluids are mixing together. Yeah. So you can't get rid of the smell from within. And I remember back in the day when I used to actually wonder like, God, this isn't, I don't feel like I smell good right now. And so I would, I wouldn't have sex because I was like, I bet he can smell it. And I want to talk to you guys today about the biggest, uh, invaders of vaginal flora. Who are um, those? Yeah. Okay. So one of them, the number one thing is tampons. Tampons. Yeah. Tampons. What's going on? So a lot of us use them. I know. 95% plus wow. of us use okay. them. So, and, you know, tampons were an improvement for our aesthetics because pads are thick and diaper-like, <laughs> yeah. right? And we're like, <laughs> oh, man. I remember when I first started using pads, I was like, these things, and they slip and slide everywhere, and then you get to pull them off. But I do like the fact that you have to look at the color of your blood, you know, when you can see everything. You can see clots and everything, too. But pads what are we you know what is cotton today what if we think about where they come from yeah do they have a lot of pesticides in them and yes stuff like that? gmos yeah. genetically aye, aye, modified aye. organisms right and so the science is still out the jury is still out on whether or not gmos are catastrophic to our health although i would say being on the inside of health i see that gmos they're, they're coming they're they're genetically altering the protein structure of all of these plants and it's not it's not native to the human body the human mm. body's like wait what is i can't digest what is not made by nature yeah right so the body goes i don't know what these things are so it's not just that it's 90 percent plus of cotton uh is genetically modified that's number yeah. one wow um the second thing is that on these cotton fields they're spraying like you said tons of pesticides mm -hmm. like tons and tons of pesticides and dioxin is a bleach that they use on cotton. If the cotton is not all the way white, they're gonna spray dioxin, a bleach, to make it look beautiful Whoosh. and white before we put it in our vagina. Whoosh. Yeah. All about that purity. Yeah, it's gonna look white. Yeah, exactly. All about that purity, exactly. Like, why can't it just be a little off-white? That's that's fine. It's gonna be red in a few minutes anyway. I'm a little off-white. <laughs> and I don't that's even why know I what that it. means. I don't, I don't even either. know. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't even know. So then, then there's the the other part of that too, and that is that these these um, the the different kinds of chemicals that they're putting on there, the bleaches, the pesticides, the GMOs, and then the packaging, the plastics, the parabens. Mm. So these are all things that are not native to the vagina. The vagina goes, what? Why are you invading our beautiful goddess garden? Why don't you just love on me? Why can't you use a white rose instead? <laughs> <laughs> so, ladies, the alternative to that. And I will share this blog on the show notes, but, and then this is also going to be coming in Dr. Kat and my uh, ebook that we're going to be sharing. So oh, all of I'm you, so excited. yeah, we're both really excited. We're going to share a ton of amazing gluten-free nuggets and crumbs of love with you guys to um, improve your eat, play, sex lives. And in it, I'm going to have a lot of information about instead of using tampons, consider using something called the Diva Cup. I have one. So do I. Yeah. And 
Do you, what's your experience of it? So I actually really like it for a couple of reasons. Um, one, I know that I'm not creating more waste in the world. Yes. Because I reuse it every time. But also it it almost makes me more connected with myself. Because it's more of just like, like you literally see what comes into the cup. Yes. And it's like, oh, wow, that is me. This is my life-giving blood. And it's not so much like, ew, this is something gross to throw away into the trash can and be done again and go on. Yeah. 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 It's, it, I, I think about, I think about also, you know, we, we also are contributors to Xanadu, which is a local cleanup crew. And we're very conscious of like plastic and waste. And I've seen a lot of tampon applicators on yeah. the beach. It's Isn't that gross. Bizarre? Picking up pla- like, yeah. Yeah. And those things don't degrade for tens of thousands of years. So literally these straws and these tampon applicators, if you guys care about wildlife, yeah, I know sometimes we want to cover our eyes and pretend like it's not happening, but it is happening. And these tampons, like these pieces of our tampon wastes and other things too that don't degrade, they end up in the no- the nostrils of seals and kill them. Oh my God. And turtles. Oh. Yeah, it is, it's not okay. So it's it's a big thing. It's, it's, it's being more mindful about what's coming out of us. There's a lot of things, and I posted this in the unicorn wellness warrior group if any of you ladies are interested in becoming a part of that where dr cat and i moderate uh and we give you guys a lot of amazing health tips that you are not going to hear from the average american doctor um that we're talking about you know what your blood should look like what a normal period should be yeah what your flora should smell like what you should taste like because a lot of us don't know our body we don't know no. this this is so shocking to me how many women don't know the parts of themselves and how it operates how they're i'm going to use vulva because that's one of my favorites or yoni i love the word I yoni. Like yoni too yoni yoni um is also sanskrit for sacred temple yeah just to let you guys know that's why i love it so uh knowing how your yoni functions so that we don't shame or think that it's broken or something's wrong with it. No, if you learn how to, if you learn how it functions and how to treat it, then you can create the optimal pleasure that, that it's designed for. Yes. And, and when you said, you just said something right there about, it's not that we're broken. There might be something dysfunctioning though, that your body is trying to talk to you and call your attention to. So if you don't smell good, if you're afraid that you're going to taste bad, then your your vulva, mm-hmm. <laughs> your goddess garden is trying to say, hey, we've got some weeds down here. Mm-hmm. We've got some weeds that are growing out of proportion to the seeds. Pay attention to me. Pay attention to this to the weeds. Like, let's mm-hmm. do some weed trimming. And that sounds like, you know, it's kind of a funny visual, but really it's the seeds or weeds thing. So mm-hmm. at that point, now we're talking about bacterial vaginosis. You know, there are seven different types of flora seven to eight now that they're that they've um discovered that make up our vaginal microbiome you Mm. can say the she biome yeah and what happens is these are very important strains to have in the vagina and guess what the number one right now the number one inflammatory um bacteria that women are experiencing is bacteria vaginosis Mm, and bv is is it happens to a, a huge percentage like like in excess of 50 percent a lot of my girlfriends Call yeah. me asking about it. Yeah, and they don't know what to do, so they end up in a doctor's office, and then they give them antibiotics, antifungals, with which further disrupt the flora of the the vagina. Whoosh! Exactly, and half of us women, half of, and I, I say this because I've had UTIs and all kinds of other infections too myself. So, ladies, you're not alone. We're not we're not perfect vaginas, but we just know how to listen to them now. We want to empower you. So 
um, I was I used to be afraid of smelling um, down there as well, but then I eventually learned why. And so it's important, you know, probiotics are important. Um, a good diet's important. Keeping the, the, the toxic chemicals away are very important. But half of women don't even know they have BV when they have it. Wow. What, we're asymptomatic. What do we do about it when yeah. we do find out? Well, let's talk about first a few of the things that actually bring on BV because yeah. this is, you know. Like preventative. Preventative stuff, yeah. So for sure, I mean, douching is something that a lot of women do when they experience the scent that they, do, they don't smell optimal. And they're like, oh, man, I got it. I will do anything. And so, I mean, I imagine like literally the comparison of this Dr. Cat is like putting a Glade plug-in in your goddess garden. Eesh. Yeah. Glade plug-ins, you know, we think about it. We think like, oh, it smells so aromatic. It makes the room smell better. But it is the most toxic thing that you can expose your family and your children to that creates allergies and asthma and all sorts of con the congestion in the head more than anything else in our home. Yeah. Glade plug-ins. Oh, my God. I didn't even know that. Mm -hmm. mm. So using some of these douches, also using, have you ever heard of FDS? No, what's that? Feminine spray, feminine deodorizing spray. In my early 20s, I used this stuff. Yeah, back when we just didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> little, I, I, we were little nuggets. We were just little nuggets. just didn't know. <laughs> I was a financial planner at the time, and, you know, I was sitting there in a professional line. I'm like, I, I could swear they could smell my vagina. I'm like, I hope they can't smell my vagina. I wasn't that bad. But, you know, how we yeah. just get so insecure. And so I, th that's the last thing I would do before I left the house is, is spray myself with FDS. Now, ladies, I want you guys to listen to this. There is, you may have heard of Environmental Working Group, EWG.org. Have you heard of that, Kat? No, definitely okay. not. <laughs> so EWG, and there's also an app that you guys can download too. And I'll put this all in our e-guide, so it'll be a lot easier for you. Um, you also have transcription notes at the bottom. You guys know of every episode. If you have not yet been to our website, just type in eatplaysex.com. If you're listening to us on iTunes, you can go on to Eat Play Sex and you can just scroll through all the different episodes and you can actually see the transcriptions of everything we're talking about. So that's good news. Um, but anyway... I digress. Skin Deep is an app that you can download on your phone. If you're at the store and you're in question of what a, a specific product, uh, how what, what kind of a toxicity it poses, you can go check to see that specific item. You can scan the barcode, you can type in the name, and it's going to tell you it's going to spit on a number. A number from 0 to 10, anything that's a 10 is the, the most highest toxic anything that you can buy. Wow. So FDS, the, this um, FDS that I used to spray on my beautiful goddess garden, it has a seven. So oh my God. Seven. So allergy, you can see right here, and I'm showing Dr. Cat, you guys, in front of the computer. Allergies and immunotoxicity is super high. So the risks of allergies and immunotoxicity. Um, the restrictions is also really high. So it's got all kinds of th stuff in it. Basically, the number one ingredient in it is petroleum. Yeesh. I don't, I don't so, get it. Yeah, isobutane. I Isobutane is the number one ingredient in it. And it's basically like, imagine walking backwards into a shell station and saying, fill me up. I know. I was going to say, isn't petroleum what you fill your vulva? <laughs> Volvo. <laughs> your vulva. <laughs> don't mistake the wrong like uh, letter. You bought the wrong valve, Anna. P put petroleum in your Volvo, not your vulva. <laughs> exactly. So... Ladies, this is one of the biggest issues that we're having is that we are literally band-aiding our beautiful vulvas with these things that we're supposed to be putting in our vulvos. So 
The other things, and if, if you can imagine, the list just keeps going. You've got the Bath and Body Works products. You've got having having a bath with antiseptic liquids, um, having different multiple sex partners. Also, you know, you want to make sure you're being careful. Although sometimes we're asymptomatic, we would ne may never even know. Um, perfumed bubble baths, big time, huge on on different soaps that uh, say fragrance on it. Yeah. Um, it's always typically going to be a synthetic fragrance. There's like 500 plus chemicals that could be in these things that say one ingredient will say fragrance, but it could be 500 plus different chemicals oh my God. in that one fragrance ingredient. Ugh. And they're all synthetic. Ew. All of them are synthetic. Even okay. some of those say essential oils. Those yeah. could be totally synthetic too. Yeah. Um, smoking. Also, ladies, you guys may have heard me talk on my YouTube channel about using an IUD. IUDs uh, can bring a lot of inflammation. Uh, and that could be plastic. They're the plastic. They're copper. They're hormonally also driven, and then also using um, the the washes, the douches that are super synthetic, uh, and then the strong deodorants. We're using all these um, like the the tides and the and the really toxic uh, things to clean our our clothes, and then we put that right next to our beautiful goddess garden. And then also, what the number one thing that is recommended to women today who get bacterial vaginosis is taking antibiotics, and it goes time after time, and then they end up taking three, four, five, six. And then they end up on a permanent one. Oh, oh my God. And then they can't have sex and they can't have children and their marriages suffer. Wow. And you know, I'm looking at this list and one that's standing out to me is tight clothes. Mm -hmm. How often we wear leggings or those of us who do yoga like 20 times a week yeah. and we wear our wet, sweaty pants home yes. or we wear them all the rest of the day. And yeah. we don't know what's growing as a result of those things. Yes. Wow. So there's there's some companies that try to, you know, they're, they're trying to invent yoga pants that you can wear them to yoga and then you can wear them out to a club after that. <laughs> and I say, whoa, well, wait a second. Do you want to get laid later that night? You know, <laughs> like, I mean, not just the smell, but like the yeah. feel. Like you don't want to feel super inflamed in your beautiful glass garden. So, you know, the, the common things, like I said, are, you know, the, uh, the itching, the smell, the um, the taste, if you hear that from your partner, which you're not always going to, but hopefully, you know, you're open to kissing your partner after yeah. they go down on you because then you get to learn what you really taste like. Yeah. And no shame for any of this. No, like, uh, none. These are, these are signs and symptoms to look out for, but don't let that become a fear not to enjoy all the pleasures, the, the fulva of the your fulva. experience. Yes. And one way to help this is to be in contact with her. Pay attention to her. How mm -hmm. often, I'm, I'm thinking of those times when we were younger where we were caught masturbating or we caught exploring ourselves or, you know, uh, when we're hearing messages from our parents or from school or from, you know, outside sources that say, don't touch it. Yep. Don't go there. Don't talk about it. It's not there. Or they don't even refer to it anything at all. There's a lot of women that I see as clients or as friends who said they didn't even talk about their vulva health at all. It just was referred to as down there or mm. something not to be talked about. So giving her attention, not only giving her a name, but placing your hands over her in the morning or throughout your day and just recognizing you're here. I'm here. I'm connecting with you. Yeah. Yeah. Even recognizing after you take it or during a shower or after you take a shower, one thing that I encourage women to do is just honor her, recognize her and say, hey, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. There, the, you, you can compliment yourself in more ways than one. And giving her attention is one of them. You know, guys tend to, you know, they can see themselves giving, you know, because they're, they're an Audi. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be confused with the Volvo. I have an Audi, but 
You know what I mean? Not an Audi like gotcha. a Audi. But like they can see themselves playing with themselves. We can't yeah. really see that. So mm-hmm. I, I think it's also where you like get a mirror. Yeah, a small little mirror. And yeah. really explore yourself. Spend time down there. Learn what you is pleasurable for you. Because A, if you know what pleasures you, then you can share that with your partner so they don't have to play this guessing game. Yeah. A, you're helping them. It's like a like a quick roadmap to your pleasure it's like a treasure map treasure map i love that (laughs) and you're and you're showing all the secret passageways and the the quicker ways to your own pleasure so that you guys aren't fumbling around or guessing or having the bad sex and not enjoying yourself here is the treasure map to my pleasure trap Not to be confused with the Venus flytrap. Mm-hmm. I mean, although that's another good uh, analogy. And speaking positively her, to her, you know, we talk about giving positive affirmations to ourselves, but but speaking kindly to her. You know, how many of us from past experiences have trauma or have, you know, negative relationships with her, or maybe we see her as being ugly. There's yeah. many forms and shapes of our vulvas and sometimes we we hold shame that one uh, one labia or uh, you know the lips one's asymmetric than the other or oh, darn yeah and and we're like oh my god she's so ugly or we compare ourselves to other pictures that we see but no she's so beautiful and if you spend the time giving attention and affirmation to her you will literally see her change her form become more beautiful Mm -hmm. and full and more receiving of pleasure yes you know we hear a lot of things like derogatory terms like meat curtains what i've never heard that or camel toes i've heard of camel toes yeah or baloney phonies i mean i've heard all these when i now hear now that we're doing our show and i'm more conscious of words and trying to defend women against absorbing some of these things that i hear i hear there's terms and i'm just going hold on a second and, and, and wow. I, I, I mean, I heard it the other night and I just went, excuse me. No, I don't even, I don't care who says it. You're monkey seeing monkey doing. Yeah. And if women hear this, it's just going to feed into the fact that they're just another meat curtain. Yeah. Wow. No, absolutely not. You were not a meat curtain. And if you spend time giving these negative messages or negative names, you are not going to be able to have higher potential of pleasure your optimal potential Mm -hmm. because you're literally inhibiting it. Think about if you're referring to yourself as ugly or misshapen or whatever it is, your body's going to tense and contract. And when your body's contracted, I've said this in in other shows, you're not fully open. Your sensory receptors are not open to receive the pleasure that is possible. Yeah. So change your language, change your mindset. And you can have a fuller, full fulva. Fulva, yeah. You know, the, you may have heard the book, Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life. Yeah, I have. Change your thoughts, change the shape of your vulva. <laughs> Wait, change your thoughts, change your sex life. Yeah, because you will open up to receive more. Absolutely. Mm. So... I think we're almost pretty much covered with all our material, yeah, for today? No, I wanted to talk more about um, it, what else causes us that shame, that shame piece yeah. that takes us out of the game. And and I mentioned about all these different experiences like trauma or, or negative messages and what literally happens to our vaginal tissues and to our hips. Did you know that trauma 
in our muscles, we hold the memory of trauma. Yeah, that's, yeah. Like in Chinese medicine, we say that if you're, we store fear in our kidneys and we store anger in our liver. And so when someone's being irritable and angry and quick to judge, that's someone who's being liverish. So I would imagine it's very similar. Yeah, absolutely. And anytime, and I'm talking about traumas as in big traumas, little traumas, it can be even just something that somebody said at one point in your life that caused you to contract or, or startle response or, you know, stop a moment. Yeah. Like one time somebody told me I had one boob that was bigger than the other. And then it caused you to inhibit yourself and be more self-conscious about it moving forward. And every time I took my shirt off, I was like, I I, I bet he's looking at my bit, my one boob that's bigger than the other. Yeah. So when we we go through traumas, uh, it's as if our central nervous system starts up and our fight or flight response kicks in to protect us for survival mode. But there isn't a full resolution of that. So it gets stuck. And we store this in our muscles. Trapped trauma. Yeah, trapped trauma. And our brain does does not process through it emotionally. So it gets stuck in our brain, stuck in our thoughts, and stuck in our our muscle memory. So when... Pelvic floor inflammation, I would imagine, too. uh, Huge, huge. There's such a mind and body connection here. And I'm talking... uh, Things like vaginismus or dyspareunia or pelvic floor yeah, pain pelvic in floor general. Disease, yeah. Yes, yes. Infertility. So our muscles are literally holding those those memories and conditioning a response against penetration. For any woman who's experiencing pain, painful sex, or inability to have penetration, now while the cause doesn't have to be trauma, there's a lot that can be a a result of the traumas. So the body has learned to expect to anticipate pain upon penetration. So these PC muscles, the the pelvic floor muscles, flinch or they contract to protect against the potential of intercourse pain. It's like, oh my God, it's going to get painful again. Mm -hmm. I'm going to contract. I'm going to save myself. I'm going to protect myself. Mm -hmm. But as a result, we can't enjoy pleasurable sex. That's really that's really sad to me because the highest amount of oxytocin that we experience is during orgasm. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're preventing ourselves from that yeah. experience. Yeah, that's that's I work with a lot of women who have interstitial cystitis. And I, I just see all of this as like we have to approach everybody like a totalitarianistic approach. Like it's it's trapped trauma. It's trapped toxins. Mm-hmm. It's the the flora of the vagina that that is not in balance. It's it's in disharmony. There's more there's more alkalinity than there is acidity. Our our, our vagina is supposed to be like a pH of four. Uh, it's supposed to be pretty acidic, and for a lot of us, it's higher than that, which means it's more alkaline, and it can't mm. kill any of the bad stuff. And sperm is very alkaline, wow. so it could actually disrupt our flora as well. So we've always got to be thinking about, and that's why I'm so huge on probiotics. There's a few strains that actually can cross the um, the barrier from the digestive tract into the urinary tract, and the urinary tract, so that we can absorb them in our goddess garden. Mm. So, but those strains are very unique, and that's part of what we're researching for the the healthy lube and the vagina vitamin. But I, what I hear you say 
is that there's there is a combination of the two. It's like which one brought on the other one? Yeah. And who cares? We just got to address both. Yes. And when I work with clients who struggle with with this painful sex, teaching them mindfulness skills, teaching them how to drop down into their body and out of their busy brain. Mm-hmm. Um, I work with them to process through their trauma, of course, but it's wow. a lot of using positive affirmations, changing the relationship that they have with their vulvas, uh, breathing techniques help so much learning how to relax the muscles because we're probably too tight too tense into in our pelvic floor so teaching you how to drop down release those muscles using diaphragmatic breathing using these these guided meditations in fact all of you listeners i'm giving you a free meditation for you use to use at home that helps you to do just this drop Yay. down into the body breathe and and relax into the muscles and bring your attention your awareness there in fact i want everybody right now to drop down into your genitals and just pay attention notice how tight you're probably holding here I would wonder, like, it's such a hard thing to describe, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But we're probably right now, you're like, oh, my God, I'm actually tensing up down there. Yeah. And you can actually release. You can relax it. You can relax it. In the garden. (laughs) And the garden. What what kind of advice would you offer, Dr. Kat, for, let's just say, you know, I know that there's a lot of women who... And even even men who associate, you know, there's been some sort of a molestation or there's been some sort of a sexual abuse and... The people who I know and they're able to talk about it, they're open about talking about it, but they still carry that 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 reflex. So it's like the I'm not worthy. If someone thought that I was worthy of being mistreated, then I must be worthy. And they own that. Yeah. So like what's the best advice that you would give to someone like that so that they can redirect away from that thought and into the thought of I am beautiful and all these other affirmations we talked about today. And that's the hard part because by the time people are are sharing that story, they're probably dissociated from the story, meaning they're disconnected from not only the story, but from their own body. Ooh, so it's a coping mechanism, right? It is a coping mechanism. We call it dissociation. So there's, there is this disconnect from it um, where we can space out or be able to talk about something, but not feel like we're in the story. Right. Like as, it's as if it's happening to somebody else, but not to us. Does that mean, so how would we know if we're resolved from it or if we're, if we're still carrying around and we just have just buried it? So there's a couple of things. So there's symptoms like uh, flashbacks, startle responses, um, emotional outbursts. There can be a, um, you'll find yourself sort of space out. Um, you'll find yourself in sex, it, not be able to enjoy sex. Um, these painful sex symptoms that I was just mentioning, um, there, there's a, a whole bunch of different symptoms that can happen. I would highly suggest that people work with a professional, like a mental health professional, specifically somebody who specializes in trauma or sexual health, to be able to help them through the trauma, because it's a complicated thing. It's not logical at all. It is emotional and it is mental. So working with somebody who knows that aspect, helping you to move through, and you can find yourself opening up to more sensation, to be able to become less inhibited, hopefully be less inhibited in your sexual play, um, to be able to be in your body, which is huge. People don't, a lot of people don't realize how much they're not in their body. For me, if I'm feeling not present, I'm wondering where I am. Yeah. If I'm not here, where am I? 
am I, am I, is, am I in the past? Am I afraid that the past is going to repeat itself? And so I def do I feel myself recoiling, defending myself from a past that I'm afraid that will resurface that, that 98, 99% of the time never does. Yeah. Literally that is a statistic is, and I heard this said by Dr. Mark Hyman, who I met, and I think it was when he and I spoke about this, is that 98 to 99% of the thoughts that we generate in our mind never happen. Yeah. So I know that there's going to be some future episodes uh, that, that Dr. Cat will offer um, some other therapeutic things that you can try. And I myself, I think that kind of the summary of what we just went over is, what is the source of your pain? What is the source of you, your shame, where you are out of the game? Is it in your tissues or in your issues? Oosh. And which is it? And I think it pretty much for all of us, it's both. Yeah. It's yeah. both. So it's time to reclaim our body as our own, reclaim and change the little relationship we have around sexuality and our vulvas. And I encourage taking this whole holistic aspect, yes. the mind, holistic. the body, all of it, the emotional, the mental. Because, That's what this show's all about. Because sex matters. It you, matters a lot. You matter. So does your vulva. <laughs> so does your vulva. So... We will leave you with that. And of course, you guys, thank you guys so, so much for following us. We've had amazing, like thousands and thousands of downloads so far, which I think is pretty good for only having about eight episodes by the time we're recording this. Um, and we definitely are always, always, always listening. So this show is driven by you. This, this show is for you. And this show is so that you guys can take charge of your your nutritional life, eat, play, sex. And if you have not yet, please head on over to iTunes, leave us a review. And also on eatplaysex.com, you also see that Dr. Kat has a free download. I also have a free download where you can take charge of all of these things with a few simple steps. And then from there, once you implement them, then you can send us a quick love letter. Let us know what you've been doing, how it's been working, and what roadblocks you might be hitting at the time. So until the next episode, lovers, do not forget. Sex matters. Thanks for tuning in, lovers. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel. You can find out more about our guests and topics from our show by checking out katmeyer.com or dianekazer.com. Until next time, don't forget to nourish your sex life.